Ecclesiastes chapter 12, we'll be looking at verse 8, and as you're turning there, I want to ask, how many people in the world today spend all their time pursuing riches, pleasure, all these worldly things, trying to have their desires, their lusts met? When you think about it, society as a whole is pleasure-seeking. They want entertainment. People want to watch the big game or have the newest things or do the newest things. People are pleasure-seeking. And for many people, it's their singular focus. Their singular focus is on nothing else than pleasure and entertainment, riches, having their desires met, having things. And they do this at the expense of everything else. Sadly, though, if you think about it, Christians are not immune to that. There are Christians that will fall to temptation, and then their focus is on worldly things. Worldly pursuits, pleasure, entertainment, all these things that the world can offer at the expense of everything else. And there's someone in the Bible that's an example of this. And that person is Solomon. Solomon was the wisest and richest 
of all the kings of Israel. Yet, in the end, what did all his riches, all his wisdom, all the power that he accumulated, everything that he accumulated to meet his desires, what did that bring him? Today we're going to be looking at that. And we're also going to be looking at where our focus should lay. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 8. It's written, Vanity of vanity, saith the preacher, all is vanity. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And Lord, I just thank you for this day that you have given us, a day where we could just come and worship, a day, Lord, that we could just focus on you. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Just give us an understanding of your word, an insight into your word, and just illuminate it for us, Lord, and help us just to take what we learn today and apply it into our daily walk. And again, Lord, we lift up those that are sick, those that are shut in, those that could not make it today, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today. If there's anyone here today that needs to make any decision, Lord, I pray that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, again, I just pray that you would speak through me and give me the words to say and just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Think about Solomon just for a moment. He was the son of David. He was king of Israel. He was the one who built the temple in Jerusalem. And when God asked him what he wanted, Solomon didn't ask for riches or any of these different things. He asked for wisdom to lead the people of Israel. And God gave him great wisdom. Solomon's wisdom was so great that there has never been anyone else that was as wise as Solomon. But what did God also do when Solomon asked for wisdom? God said, because you've asked for this and not for riches or or any of these other things, I'm going to give all these other things to you as well. So Solomon had vast wealth. He expanded the kingdom of Israel. He set up trade routes with all these different nations. We see in the scripture that the queen of Sheba came to to witness Solomon's wisdom. He had many houses, many wives. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 17 through 211... You know, Solomon writes about all the different things that he had. Look over there real quick at what he says. The first thing he says, he says that he gave his heart to wisdom. God had made him wise and he gave his heart to wisdom. And we see the wisdom of Solomon. 
in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs, and in Ecclesiastes, we see his wisdom. Then he says that he took pleasure in pleasant things. He took pleasure in wine. He took pleasure in folly. He took pleasure in great works. And he made great works. And he built many houses. He also says that he planted vineyards and he planted orchards and he planted gardens. And then he talks about how he dug cisterns so that people in Israel could have water. He dug many cisterns around Israel so that there would be water. But then he also says that he had servants, men servants, maid servants. He had people that would come in front of him and they would sing. He said he had male singers and female singers that would come sing. He had cows and sheep, thousands of cows, thousands of sheep. He said he had silver and gold. He had captives, people that he had taken in battle. He had captives, many captives. Solomon had everything a king would ever want. Think about that. Solomon had everything a king would ever want. And if you think about it, he had everything that just a normal person would ever want. In chapter 2, verse 10 He writes, and whatsoever mine eyes desired, I withheld it not from them. Think about that. Anything he looked at and he desired, he took it. He got it. Whatsoever mine eyes desired, I withheld it not from them. And then look at what he says. I withdrew not mine heart from any joy, For mine heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of all my travail. Think about it. Solomon could have anything his heart desired. And anything he desired, he got. He gave himself to pleasure. And we see this in the book of 1 Kings. We see it in the book of 2 Chronicles. He gave himself to pleasure. Yet, what happens? Solomon starts out seeking God. And as he accumulates wealth and power, he starts to marry all these different women. And some of those women were from pagan nations. And they lead Solomon away from God and Solomon falls to idolatry. He becomes an idol worshiper. But in all that, he still sought pleasure. He still sought whatever his heart desired. And you know, many people today are like Solomon. Their hearts are not toward God. Their hearts are toward pleasure. Their hearts are toward possessions. 
They see something and they desire it and then they go and get it at the expense of everything else. Even if they can't afford it, they try to go get it. Regardless of what it is or regardless of how sinful it is. Think about Solomon. He didn't care how sinful it was if he desired that he was going to go get it and that led him away from God because he married women that the Lord had forbidden. But Solomon didn't care. He wanted it and he went and got it. And there are people today that are just like that. They want something, they're going to go get it. Pretty much, they fall to their desire. They fall to their lusts. Solomon did not withhold anything from himself. Yet I want you to think about something. Solomon did not withhold anything from himself, but Solomon was never satisfied. He was never satisfied. He didn't withhold anything from himself, yet he could not satisfy himself because no earthly thing can give you satisfaction. He could have anything on earth that he could buy, and he was never satisfied. Think about people today seeking worldliness, seeking pleasure, seeking possessions, are they ever satisfied? Or do they only want more? Look at someone who's rich, for example. Take the rich of the world. They have vast wealth. All these riches... And what do they go do? They go get more wealth. They go get more riches. Because they can't have enough. They can't be satisfied. They can have anything the world offers, and what do they do? They seek more wealth. Because they can't be satisfied. People are never satisfied. They go after and they seek more and more and more things. They go out and they seek more and more pleasure. They go out and they seek more and more desires of their heart. Yet the desire of their heart is nothing more than lust. They're lusting after these things. They want it at the expense of anything else. And Christians are not immune to that. When our hearts are set on worldliness and not on God, we go after worldliness at the expense of everything else. Because that's all we seek. More and more possessions, more and more, you know, more and more pleasure, fulfilling our desires, that's all we seek when our heart is not focused on God. 
And in the end, guess what? When we're focused on worldliness and not on God, we're never fulfilled. We never get our fill. We want more. It's something Solomon found out. Look at what he says. Vanity of vanity, saith the preacher, all is vanity. What is he saying there? Let me read it another way. Futility, futility, all is vanity. Futile. That's what he's saying. He's not talking about pride here. He's talking about futility. And it was futile, and he realized that later in life. Basically, he's saying, I spent all of my time going after wealth, going after possessions, going after desire, trying to fill my lust, and in the end, it's futile. Because my heart was focused on things it shouldn't have been focused on. Everything that I tried to do was futile. Because I was focused on the wrong things. That's what he's saying here. Vanity of vanity, saith the preacher, all is vanity. And 2.11, after acquiring all his wealth, He looks at all his works. He looks at all his wealth. He looks at all the things that he has seen and done. And he says it was futile. Because no matter what he accomplished and acquired, he was empty. He was empty. Why are all the people in the world that are seeking after the things of the world, why are they empty? Why are all the people in the world that run after their lust and and try to fill themselves with worldliness, why are they empty? Why are pleasure seekers empty? Why do they continue to run after their desires and they're never satisfied? Why are Christians who run after worldliness and pleasure empty? Because they're seeking fulfillment in the wrong thing. Solomon discovered that the world gives you nothing but emptiness. The world gives us nothing but emptiness. Solomon discovers that all his worldly pursuits, having all of his desired field, was futile. Because all it did was make him want more. The more he filled his lust, his desires, the more he wanted. 
Because worldliness is an empty pursuit. Think about that. Worldliness is an empty pursuit. One cannot be filled by worldliness. Why? Because the world, in the end, has nothing to offer us. It's an empty pursuit. Now think about something. Now it can give pleasure. It can give entertainment. You can get your possessions from it. But it's fleeting. It doesn't last. What does Hebrews say? There's pleasure in sin for a season. And that's what it is. That's all the world offers is a season of pleasure because worldliness is sinful. It doesn't feel. The more you seek after worldliness, the more you want worldliness because you're never satisfied with it because it cannot fill you. And that's what Solomon finds out. He couldn't be filled by it. All he wanted was more. And at the end of his life, he finally realizes that the pursuit of worldliness is vanity. It's futile. Because the world has nothing to offer. The world has nothing to offer in seeking the things of the world, seeking fulfillment and pleasure, entertainment, desire, having your lust filled, is futile. It's vanity. It's an empty pursuit. It's an empty pursuit. But look at what Solomon says. After he says that all this is vanity, he tells us what really matters. Look at what he says in verses 13 and 14 of of chapter 12. Let us hear the end of all, fear God, and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man For God will bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. Think about what Solomon finds out later in life. After spending all this time pursuing all these worldly things, he comes to the realization that that was futile. And all that matters is God. Why? Because only God can give us fulfillment. The world offers us nothing. It's God who offers us all and gives us all. Only God can fill us. Only God can give us meaning. Only God can give us purpose in life. And Solomon realizes this late in his life when he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. 
Pretty much he's saying everything that I've done with my life was futile because I did not seek what I needed to seek. And what I needed to seek was the will of God. The whole duty of man, fear God and keep his commandments. Not run after worldliness. Not run after worldly pursuits. Because God is the only one who can fill us. People are looking for fulfillment in the wrong things. They look for fulfillment in the world. They seek pleasure, possessions, entertainment. They lust after all these things. Yet it's futile. In the end, they're empty. And Christians do the same thing. They fall to sin and temptation and worldliness and they seek to be filled by the things of the world, yet they come up empty because only God can fill us. God has all we need. And He's the only one that can fill us. So we need to turn to Him And let him lead. We need to seek his will and way in our life. We need to leave worldliness behind and seek the things of God. Because anything else is futile in our life. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for all that you've given us, and I thank you for the example of Solomon. And Lord, I just pray today, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.